I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast. Welcome to the Red Mist Podcast, Season 2, Episode 4. The Morgan McClure, Ernie Irvin, Number 4 Kodak Chevrolet episode. <laughs> On tonight's episode, we'll talk about the New England Carding Challenge powered by Pride with Jim Paulette. And we'll also talk about the 24 hours of, day- of Daytona that's upcoming since we're four days out from the start of the event. Uh, so I'm going to bring on the, the founder and czar of the New England Carding Challenge <laughs> powered by Pride, Jim Paulette. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, turn it over to Christian uh, to introduce Jim to the to the fans. Yeah, so uh, Jim has uh, we we've been in contact for a little bit, and uh, obviously uh, I've been seeing what he's doing, and and it's obviously great for that he's bringing a new series to uh, New England. And um, what we wanted to do tonight is talk a little bit more about that. So, uh, Jim, if you want to say hello to everyone and introduce yourself and. What, what it is that you will be running and doing for this year. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Jim Paulette. I am the series founder, race director, flag waver, and idea fairy for the New England Karting Challenge, Powered with Pride. Um, we are a brand-new racing series. We are utilizing the Briggs 206 and World Formula rule sets. Um, we are actually sharing the same rule set as the predominant racing series in New England, the New Hampshire Karting Association. And we are also scheduling around NHKA to create more racing opportunities for folks in New England. Now, we have a great schedule planned for 2023. We're going to be kicking things off with an ice race. And we're going to be starting our new series with something that nobody in New England has ever done before. And that is an indoor ice race in front of 3,500 screaming fans for a double header on March 10th and March 11th. That's going to be called the New England Karting Challenge Brain Freeze at the Danbury Ice Arena in Danbury, Connecticut. And from there, we're going to be moving on to an open test day, which both NHKA and New England Karting Challenge members are welcome to join. That's going to be on April 8th at Palmer Motorsports Park in Massachusetts. Uh, That's located actually right with um, the larger track. It's located inside of it. Really, really nice facility. We're actually going to be the first people to use it. So moving on to our four-race regular season, um, in late June, we have a race called the Tamworth Throwdown presented by DRT Racing. That's going to be at Club Motorsports New Hampshire. After that, we're going to be headed over to Rocky Ridge, Vermont for some heat racing under the lights at the Rumble at the Ridge. And then moving on to August, we're headed back to Club Motorsports for the Granite State Grand Prix presented by Archie's Card Shop. And then finishing out our regular season in late September with um, the Bar Brawl back under the lights in Bar, Vermont. But we're not going to stop there. And October 21st of 2023, we're also going to be hosting the Briggs & Stratton Racing Engines 8-Hour Endurance Race. And that is going to feature uh, light, medium, and heavy categories as well as World Formula. That's going to be an 8-Hour Team Endurance Race. And that's going to really round out the karting season in New England um and we'll we'll be finishing things from there well i I gotta say that whole schedule sounds fantastic i think you've touched just about every inch of different type of racing you could get in (laughs) go-karting that's absolutely right i mean and that was the cool thing about starting a new series from scratch is that i started with a blank sheet of paper and I started with a few pain points that racers had in New England. And I wanted to address those pain points, but I also wanted to make the series attractive for uh, new racers, for people who wanted to get off the sidelines and wanted to join our sport. Because as everybody knows who started karting, getting into karting can be intimidating. It can be difficult. It can be very resource intensive. And what we've done at the New England Karting Challenge, Powered with Pride, is we've taken that anxiety and that pain and that frustration out of starting your racing career. 
So we've partnered with a bunch of different organizations to make it so that way we can get you into a cart, we can get you up to speed, we can get you the safety gear that you need, we can also get you all the tools, consumables, anything that you need from our series partners to make sure that you have what you need and you can get out there and you can go fast and have fun. That's pretty that's pretty pretty sweet <laughs> if you're asking me. Um so now I I know all ideas maybe start on a sheet of paper, but I feel like what what's what's kind of the root to adding this? Is there was there missing voids in New England, would you say, that haven't been filled yet? Because I'm I'm thinking like that this is an amazing schedule and it kind of reaches all of where the hot racing markets are in New England? Well, I started this because not that there was a problem when I started racing, um, but a problem was created. As you guys know, um, NHKA went from being an open club to where anyone could race to being a closed club where you had to be a member and you had to have certain credentials to, in order to race with NHKA. Um, what that essentially did was it, uh, it made it so that way there was no real path to get started in karting in New England. Um, so what I did was I said, okay, this niche, I mean, this group of, of racers is underserved currently. People wanting to get off the, you know, to, 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 to get out of the rental cart track or maybe get out of the sim racing and maybe try something, um, you know, try, try their hand at kart racing. So essentially what I did was I created a series with the newcomer in mind. And um, I created something that was flexible for them, that was easy to get into, and it made it easy for you to start your racing career and move on to other places. So as you may know, um, we have an articulation agreement with NHKA. So anybody who um, is vetted by NEKC, uh, I can recommend approval to NHKA for a membership. So Essentially, by starting your karting career off with the New England Karting Challenge, powered with pride, if you have a couple of good races there, and if you decide you wanted to uh, expand your racing horizons a little bit, um, I can actually help you get a membership with NHKA. So um, that's one of those things where you start with me. You know, you, there's that old saying, you've got to learn to uh, crawl before you can walk. You can crawl with the New England Karting Challenge. You can get comfortable. You can get some races under your belt on smaller tracks, smaller grid counts, um, you know, with more of a, uh, an emphasis on mentoring and driver development. Um, you can build your skills there. You can get comfortable. You can build your racecraft in a low-pressure and relaxed setting. Um, and then when it's time for you to try something different, um, you can always add races to NHKA in your schedule. The great news about the New England Karting Challenge is that we have the, an identical rule set to NHKA. So if your kart is good with us, it's going to be good with NHKA, and we're going to create more opportunities for you to race. So the last time I checked, um, between both series, you're going to have um, 14 races in New England from uh, April to October, and you're also going to uh, have two Enduros in October, for a combined total of 12 hours of karting and um, plenty of opportunities to turn laps, to make friends, make memories, and uh, to continue to grow your racecraft and to get comfortable behind the wheel. Very nice. Very, very nice. Um, and I, and I like the idea that, you know, you can, it's like, I, I, what comes to mind right away is like, it's kind of like if you have a GT3 car, you could go to world challenge and to IMSA. So I like the idea that if your cart goes well with this series, you can also go to another series that may, um, you know, probably seem more intimidating since there's, you know, an added cost to it. Um, but does this series maybe, um, it, it gets you out of rental karting, but do you, do you see, like, do you have a really good strength of field that is strong interest that's coming in? We do. And the cool thing about um, the New England Karting Challenge is that we have a wide range of racers coming in. So um, based on the driver registration forms that I have right now, we have a really cool cross-section of racers. So about a third to a half of my racers that are coming in for this season have never raced before. 
Um, we also have a lot of our returning members from NHKA who are going to be joining us as well with varying degrees of experience. Most of our NHKA folks that are going to be running the New England Carding Challenge have about four to five seasons underneath uh, under their belt. Uh, most are very competitive um, and have done, you know, basically have proven through NHKA that they can do very well. So I feel that even though we have a lot of new racers, we have enough experienced racers that are good, that are planning on committing to either all or part of the NEKC schedule to basically give our new racers a taste of what a good racing line looks like, you know, what fast actually is on certain tracks. Um, and that's going to be important because when you're first starting your racing journey, uh, it doesn't matter if it's in karting, you know, whatever the case may be, you look up to those fast guys. You look up to those experienced guys. And you look at, you look at them with a, a much closer eye and you say, okay, how can I race like them? Well, the good news about our series is that we're going to have a, an informal mentoring program. So we're going to pair you up with one of those fast guys, if you want, through the season. And they're going to be able to share tips on setup, on gearing, tire pressures, how to do certain things with your cart. And they're going to help you get to fast. They're going to help you get to happy. Because the New England Karting Challenge, powered with pride, is where racers go to grow. You know, your karting journey starts here, but that doesn't mean that you have to run at the back and kick around and, you know, learn everything the hard way like we did. Um, right. You know, we want to help you get fast and as fast as possible. So um, those formal, those informal mentoring tools and other programming is really there to help you grow. That's excellent. That's excellent. And I, I like hearing this because where I come from, I'm like, I'm in the um, point car championship right now. And I have done some races uh, in a, um, a senior tag cart, such as like, at tracks at uh, when it was uh, X1, X1 Outdoors and uh, uh -huh. even around at Loudoun. So, and for me, it's, you know, cost can definitely go up and finding the right series to get into is, you know, everything. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, sim racing, even, you know, console racing, such as like PlayStation or Xbox, they're great. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the real thing. And I think, like... I always look for like finding like the next best step and finding great competition. And it sounds like this series really checks all, all those boxes because I'm, I'm thinking you have rookie drivers that are really trying to make a name for themselves and then uh, veteran racers. Um, and, and that's kind of like the same, like similar, I'm not saying, but similar mindset with like porn car championship because a lot of the drivers it's half of them are full season drivers and then half of them are just the local heroes mm -hmm. that are around that, um, that normally do leagues at the given go-kart track. Like the most recent one we went to was R1, R1 raceway in Lincoln, Rhode Island. And mm -hmm. there was, um, there was one guy that's doing the full season and he, uh, did very well. Ben Braley, he's, he has thousands and thousands and thousands of laps there. And uh, some of his, his, you know, the drivers he raced with uh, came into the series as well and placed very well. Um, they were able to, you know, make the main main event and do very well for themselves. So what I really like about this is it, it has a happy mix of like, drivers that are just getting started. And then also, you know, but then they're done that driver's that maybe have like a sixth sense when it comes to their driving habits. Um, it sounds really cool. And, and for someone maybe like me, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, any, you know, any real opportunity to get racing. How does someone uh, like me that's kind of like looking for something else uh, get into this? Well, the first thing that you'd want to do is you'd you want to like everything that I've got on social media. And my handle on both Facebook and Instagram is New England Karting Challenge. So go ahead for all your latest updates and everything else. You can go over there. You can pop a like and subscribe to those. Um, the next step is um, if you have a cart, um, basically just check our rules package and um, ensure that you are in compliance with even the division that you wish to run. Now, I understand that a lot of people who are running my series, um, they don't have their own carts and they want to race. But I realize that um, not everybody has a truck. Not everybody has tools. Not everybody has, 
the residence or space to look after a cart. So we've put together a deal with our official arrive and driver, our arrive and drive partner, and um, which is DRT Racing, and our official safety gear provider, Turn 4 Performance. So for um, the full schedule for so $1,990, you're going to get um, four arrive and drives in the division of your choice. You're going to get four complimentary pit passes. Um, so that's going to cover your insurance and everything else while you're there. Um, it's also going to cover your safety gear. So we're going to give you a helmet. We're going to give you gloves, shoes, and a neck collar. And the, basically the only thing that you're going to need to purchase on top of that, if you so choose, is a racing suit. But you don't have to have one. You can just use like a regular motorcycle jacket or something equivalent that, that I decide is okay. So for you know, just shy of 2000 bucks, you can run a full season with a New England Karting Challenge powered with pride. You don't even need to own a kart. You can just show up with your safety gear and decide, you know, what do I want for lunch? And then we've already figured that out, too, because at most of our events, we're bringing in uh, external food trucks. So you don't even need to bring food. You don't need to eat soggy sandwiches out of a cooler. You can actually <laughs> just show up. You can enjoy yourself. You don't need to think about bringing your cart. You don't even need to set it up. DRT Racing is going to take care of everything for you. So just bring your safety gear, uh, bring a great attitude, and we'd love to have you at the New England Karting Challenge. Well, you really, you already sold me on the food part, so uh, I think nice. you're definitely, I think you're definitely going to see me um, on the on the sign up list because that sounds really exciting, man. Like that's right, you'll I, be you'll be in the heavyweight class. <laughs> I will be too. So yeah, I'll be I'll be um, in the masters class. Are you going to run the heavies? Possibly. Um, <laughs> Sean has this running joke with me, and and Christian, I guess, because I, I mean, what was it X One Boston Clydesdale class? Is was that the was that the nickname to it? The big guys. It was the big guys. Yeah. The big guys. Yeah, it was the big guys. It was the big guys. Uh, <laughs> Except that you hey, you slipped in one year. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like by a pound or two, it just was like, yeah. oh, lightweight, yeah. sweet. Shouldn't have had that piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> nope, and I'll tell you what, yeah, right, burgers, pizza, I mean, hey, listen, it's, it's a common theme here in the winter, I guess, but, um, and, and, and hey, Sean, I, I'm doing pretty good in the TKC points, and not yep. being in one class, yep. so, I mean, that's good, <laughs> I, I may be the ice cream man, Sometimes in the heavyweight, well, but we'll, hey, we'll listen. get we'll get Jim to get the ice cream man for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there's like the, the the heavier carts usually cook better around the corners. There's something yeah. to be said about that. See, Jim, like, I can. See, there you go. You know, I I roll out at three ninety four in my cart, and you know, I can chase down guys that are sixty pounds lighter just because I can get them through the corner. Oh yeah, it it's definitely uh, it, it's that. The heavyweight class is no slouch. It, it, they're they're definitely quick, and it's it um, especially in four stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah and or two or two oh six. Yeah, and um, but but definitely from running uh, the indoor stuff when we would do lightweights and heavyweights, but then when we would have events where everyone would have to weigh up to the same, you you definitely mm. as a lightweight driver, you definitely had to learn how to yeah. Ha, um, how true. to maneuver the that's extra true. weight um but it again it's a different way of driving it's a new way of driving and it, and it's just another tool in your arsenal for uh for when you need to make something go fast right. um jim it just, absolutely oh, is sorry go ahead jim oh you're good right. um, no, I, was, I was done okay <laughs> let's uh let's talk some technical stuff about this this series um will the motors be sealed Yes, the motors will be sealed in accordance with the LO206 rule set that's provided by Briggs & Stratton and also the NHK World Formula rule set okay. because those motors are sealed as well. Yeah. Um, and the only variation that we will be taking with the LO206 rule set is uh, to adapt to the NHK rules. And essentially all that is is we're requiring the World Formula header and the World Formula uh, muffler for the 206. That's commonly known as the GoPro configuration because that's what GoPro Motorflex yeah. requires yeah. as well. Um, and so we're requiring that just to make things easy. It's, as far as tires go, it is um, you know the same LeConte Reds that we've grown to love. Um, 
The spec fuel that is required is VP93. Um, VP is our official fuel sponsor. They're also sponsoring our VP Fuels Poll Award. Um, the official oil that we'll have to be using is, is um, I'm going to give you two choices there. It's either going to be AMSOIL 4T or RLV 4T. You can also use their long life configuration for our endurance race if you're, you know, if you're worried about the oil breaking down too soon, which generally I, I wouldn't worry about, but for some folks, they like that added peace of mind. Right. Um, so as far as that's concerned, um, from a technical standpoint, there isn't much that is different from NHKA. The only thing that's different is um, basically what I call the classes. So LO206 Junior with NHKA is LO206 Light with NEKC. So LO206 Senior with NHKA is LO206 Medium. And then we also, one of the things that um, we added was a heavy class because to run the heavy class at NHKA, you have to be older. You have to be in the master's class and be 32 years of age or older. Um, I have added a heavy class for people aged 15 and up, and that's going to cover you from age 15 to 34. And then you, we're going to go right into the master's rule set, you know, 390 pounds, age 35 and up. Yeah. Very common rule set throughout North America for that. Right. So um, from the technical nuts and bolts, a couple changes, but a lot of it, you know, we decided we didn't want to reinvent the wheel. We didn't want to make anything difficult for our racers. We just wanted them to come. So we went with the rule set of NHKA to create more opportunities for our racers in New England. In, uh, in terms, so I assume like, uh, so you had, you mentioned the folks from DRT are going to be, um, are they going to be at the events doing their usual rentals and support, things like that? That's correct. Um, a couple of our partners that we've known to grow and, uh, that we we know and love are going to be at all of our New England Karting Challenge events. So the linchpin in this whole strategy is DRT Racing. DRT Racing is our official arrive and drive partner for the series. And they are also our official consumables provider. So if you need chains, oil, fuel, um, gears, um, other consumables for your cart, uh, DRT is going to have a fully stocked 45-foot trailer with a canopy full of carts. They're going to be able to help you out. Um, they also do tire mounting, balancing, things like that in case you get in a pinch. Um, they're going to be providing a lot of our trackside support for their racers and the rest of our racers as well. Another person that's going to be there is Archie's Cart Shop. Um, Archie Archambault is actually going to be our tech person. And get this, guys, he's also going to be racing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. So um, one of the cool things that we're going to be doing is um, the New England Karting Center. A lot of NEKCs here. Um, <laughs> they are actually bringing a vintage class for vintage four-stroke Briggs Flatheads. So they're going to have about six or eight of those guys. Usually, a lot of the guys are in their, you know, 60s and 70s because the carts are, you know, vintage 1980, 1990, wherever the case may be. And they'll be tooling around and having fun. So um, nice. Archie will be, um, as best I can tell, you know, with what his plans are, he'll be uh, racing with us. He'll also be there for uh, tech as well. So that's another brand that people trust. So I wanted to make sure he was there. Um, in terms of um, tires, are you is is a competitor going to have to buy through you folks and your supplier, or are they allowed to buy from cart shops elsewhere? I'm cuts? not going to be putting a restriction on that. Okay. So, say for example, if you're an NHKA racer, you have to buy from Mike. Uh, and if you what you have to buy, you got to buy through NHKA. Well, tires. yeah, and if you have to. You know, if you buy tires from Mike, you can absolutely run those with NEKC as well. Right. Or if say if it's more convenient for you to buy them on like an online shop like right. Acceleration Karting, yep. Uh, you can buy them there as well. A Lacant Red is a Lacant Red. Right. And if you need them trackside, DRT is the official answer. But as long as you have Lacant Reds on your four and a half inch fronts and your six inch rears, um, you know, that's, that's all I care yeah. about. You know, I oh, want to make good. things easy for people. Yeah. And that's, you know. that's, that's, that's true. And, um, in terms of, <laughs> just, I don't want everyone to hear this word in terms of <laughs> the rain event, you're going to, you obviously use the Lacans, right? That's correct. Okay. Um, we are going to be using, um, Lacan whites. 
Not um, I, you know what? <laughs> if it came down to you, you, you know, my sordid history with Lacoste purples. <laughs> um, I would sooner race on ice skates yep. than Lacoste purples, well. and I wouldn't subject anybody else to that level of pain. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, rain tires are rain tires at that point. So it's all up to the driver. So I completely agree with you there. Yeah, they're, um, they're the, 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 the one thing I noticed about the Lacombe Purples is that they were great as almost like an intermediate yeah. tire. Yeah. But the, I mean, the whites are really great if it's driving rain out. But look, look, once look. the line starts to get yeah. dry, you got to be careful. You got to be careful, right? Yeah. So, all right, that's good, Nate. That's that's good. At least there's some flexibility there to make things easy for everybody so that folks aren't, you know, somebody has a pinch all week, rushes around, forgets that they ordered, ti- you know, didn't get ti- their tire order in, whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they, got, they, got, they got an option to get their tires ahead of time and don't have to worry about those things. That's good. That's good. Oh, you're exactly right. You can get them online. Um, you don't have to pre-order them, uh, DRT. Say, for example, you get trackside, you realize that your tires are a little bit more worn than you want them to be. DRT Racing is going to have plenty of stock there. So if you can pick up a set, they'll even mount and balance them for you. That's fantastic. All right. Um, I, I'm out of questions. I, I, all right. Oh, I, 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 I got a question. You go ahead. Go, go, go. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. You go. So, so, <laughs> so Jim, Jim, um, Jim. It's kind of off-topic question, but do you do you follow racing outside of all this? Do you follow any series? I am a Formula One and IndyCar fan. Um, my teams for Formula One are um, are Williams and, to a lesser extent, Mercedes. Um, but I've always been a Williams fan for as long as I've been following the sport since the '90s because I'm old. Um, and I yeah, I follow Formula One. Um, I like IndyCar. Um, I haven't followed it as closely. I also watch NASCAR for the road races, but other than that, I'd rather watch paint dry. But um... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey, and, the Daytona uh, 500 is coming yeah, up, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty. Wow, I'm Nate. Pretty yeah, Nate I guess it's only 25 percent of us. That leaves one of us on the call excited. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, once again, you are in the minority no, of NASCAR. NASCAR. Uh, you know, I tried. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I got to be fair though. I like the road course races a lot. I really love what they did with the next one. It's great. And they have five gears now. So it's like, yeah, um, they can only do away with the stage racing on the road course. But but they still, but Sean, they still screw up the lug, lug nut. Yeah, I I know. Um, it's one now. They they cut eighty percent of the work off. All right, so let's uh, let's. Let, I've had enough NASCAR talk. I'm, I'm all right. I would like to know more about this ice race. Yeah. Is this okay? Okay. So, well, not to cut you off. Can you explain what kind of tires you guys are going to use? So, uh, what we're going to be using are rain tires with five eighths inch studs. <laughs> It's going to be um, 100 per tire. Nice. So basically what we're instructing are 16 drivers who signed up for this. Suit of body? Suit of armor? Sean, we got to (laughs) go. You guys should come. This is fantastic. I love this idea. I love this idea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are the dates again for this event? It's going to be March 10th and March 11th. Oh, good. And it'll I'm be at the Danbury Ice Arena in, in uh, Danbury, Connecticut. And, and this, Christian, and, was, Christian was explaining to me, the, the, you, you're running as part of a all-day event, right? Uh, no, it's oh. going to be a double header. Um, so basically what this is, is we are going to be a support division for right. the Extreme International Ice Racing Series, otherwise known as XIIR. They are an organization that does primarily does ice racing for motorcycles um, or like it's like, yeah, motorcycles, three wheelers, four wheelers. Uh, That's kind of their bread and butter. But they do invite other categories in. Um, They had a race in St. Louis with the Margay crowd and that went over really well. I'm sure that. And so so what had happened was um, uh, I basically invited myself backstage (laughs) Uh, talked to the series promoter and got us on the calendar. <laughs> now, if this, it, let me let me go. If this goes off well, 
could, are you don't are you gonna like do a winter series? Yes. <laughs> so I will tell you. I will tell yes. you guys this. Yes. Um, if things go well on March 10th and 11th, oh. and if everybody acts right, yes. we have been given yep. the opportunity to continue to come to events with XIIR in New England. Oh. Um, so they usually have a. So they usually have an event in New Hampshire. They have usually have two in Connecticut, and they usually have one in Maine. So I'm thinking I'm going to turn this into uh, a really cool concept with um, just an, an ice racing invitational series for the winter. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, that would be amazing. It, I, it, can, can we, is this the first time you've announced this, Jim? Oh, I, I made the announcement uh, for the, for the uh, brain freeze about a week ago. Yeah. I've been telling people privately that, you know, you know, if this goes well, we'll have more opportunities. But this, that's the first time I've actually so, said it publicly. Yeah, yeah. This, no, 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 that's, gonna, that's, that's what yeah, I want to oh, get okay, at. Red, right. Red Mist Podcast yeah, for, oh, for, reporting we're breaking it. For, yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. Potentially, right here, potentially right here, a, yeah. a ice yeah. carding series. Uh, <laughs> in future years. Um, in future, yes. So, Jim, real quick on this. Uh, is this is this just – is it 206 or is it World Formula? Or is it both? It's pretty much anything four-stroke. Um, okay. The only – requirement is that you have to have a four-stroke motor and that's keeping in line with our series rule yeah. set but also for emissions regulations yeah. um there were no two strokes in indoors it can get pretty um pretty nasty pretty quick even with it only being like a you know soup to nuts start to finish right. you know a two-hour yeah. deal for everybody mm -hmm. yeah. um so it can get pretty pretty gross yeah so we had to do four strokes so the heats as far as they're going we're going to do two heats so the first heat is going to be primarily cadet drivers and their dads. So I'm going to be racing on the ice with my seven-year-old oh, son. God. Oh. And then um, what we're going to do is the following heat is going to be kind of an open division. So there's going to be some World Formula drivers. Nice. There's going to be some 206 hot shoes. There's also going to be a couple World Formula guys, too. So um, let's face it. None of us have done this before. Um, it's probably going to be kind of crazy out there i don't think the motor package that you have is going to matter much i, I was just um, thinking that yeah <laughs> this is really this is seriously going to be driver yeah it's going to be it's going to be your driver it's going to be uh how you pedal it through the corner right. um you are more or less forbidden to use your brakes in ice racing um so <laughs> people are gonna have to deal with that um and also another thing too we're running this in an oval configuration right. with oh. sprint cards. Yeah. So, so it's going to be two four-lap heats and, it's, and a six-lap main. It's going to be fast and furious. Yep. <laughs> I, I Nate, am Nate, all Nate, on this. Nate, um, I, don't, I don't know if you remember this. Were you at the indoor league when we had the um, – on the city – no, on the city course. When we had the – um, The uh, park class? We had, no, we had the moisture problem on the track. Oh my god. That was our best racing. Right. So <laughs> this I, that was, that was like learning how to pedal that and the you know, there were certain guys that were good doing drift all the way around and things like that, but this is where that it's gonna be very similar. This is gonna be I think so. It's gonna I think be a very good. low grip <laughs> scenario. <laughs> this is, I like this. Wait, so, but, well well Jim, and, Jim, and, it was the perfect mix of dry and wet. So, like the perfect happy medium. And so, the racing was just epic. Okay, and then nice, Jim. Just real quick on the tires. Are they how? How does one go about getting the tires for this? Are they getting them from you folks at the event? So anybody who is participating, um, they are getting the studs through me because okay. XIIR mandates a certain type of stud. Stud, right? So um, anybody who wants to join, um, they basically have to state that they have. Um, they have an old set of reins that they want to sacrifice for the cause. And then they buy the 400 studs through me and I ship it to them. And then um, the company cold cutter has an installation procedure online that you can take a look at. And uh, from there uh, you basically, you do the studs yourself uh, the way you want That's to. You want. I personally, I looked at the installation procedure um, it looks like sorcery to me. <laughs> so what I did was I bought a set of um, Heidenau studded tires from Sweden. 
Have you tested them yet? Uh, no. <laughs> but um, there's like actually a company out in Colorado that does ice carting yes. for rental. Yeah, uses them in love. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Christian and I are actually uh, heading out to uh, Aspen, where this takes event. This pl- yeah. where the outdoor carting thing takes place. Uh, that yep. might might be we may we may stumble into that one day. <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> Depends on when we go because we're going later in March. Yeah. So we'll see if it's still available. But um, I, I we, oh, we do know we do know all about that. <laughs> yeah, I've been in very close contact with them to learn more about like setup and things like that. So um, the one thing that's really interesting is that uh, their tire the the Heidenau ice racer tires are an inch taller than your regular cadet tire. And they are narrow. So you actually use, on a full-size cart, you use cadet wheels all the way around, and it's a, it's a fully square setup. Now, hmm. not, not to, you know, so, so, you know, not that I'm going to, you know, not if someone doesn't want to go out and buy, you know. You, you can just put your regular, you put your rain tires on, do the sorcery with the studs and put them on. I mean, you're just, you're going to have the bigger in the back and the smaller in the front, but it doesn't matter. And it'll do the job. You it'll know? do the I job, mean, for yeah. a low-cost solution, yeah. it'll... It'll get you out there. Um, yeah. I just chose to buy this solution yeah. because I firmly believe that we will be doing this again. Right. Um, so I was going to put my money where my mouth is. There's nothing wrong with that. No. And no. 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 This is all right. That, um, wow. Um, oh, like I said, I'm all in. On yeah. This. I, 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 this I love this idea. Yeah, like, bring it here. I'm absolutely into this idea yeah. too. I, 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 <laughs> I love ice racing. I, I I have seen the speedway motorcycles on ice, so um, which is crazy. So um, those guys are nuts. But anyways, um, oh, that's awesome. That is fantastic, Jim. Um, Christian, I no, I got nothing. Else? <laughs> um, Nate, you got any, anything else? No. no All right. No, so, no. Jim, can you just remind um, our millions of listeners? <laughs> Apparently we have more viewers on YouTube than we have. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. It's Anyways, not. no, we, we, right, so, we, we got listeners. So on the, uh, the brain free at the brain freeze, is this what it is? You yeah. Know? It's the new England carding challenge brain, brain freeze. freeze. Yep. That's, and that's going to be on March 10th and 11th at the Danbury ice arena in yep. Danbury, Connecticut. Both show times are going to be at seven thirty PM. Uh, we'll have two heats there. Uh, one for kids and dads and the other one for everybody else. Um, admission, as I understand it, is about fifteen bucks if you want to come bad. join the show and uh, and have a look. Um, yeah. And honestly, it's a really excellent racing product. It's like it's just a lot of racing. I mean, yeah. the heats last less than a minute, and then they truck them off, and then there's something back out there. I mean, it never ends, which is the crazy part. It's a little um, bit. It's a little bit like the chili bowl. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's exactly like the chili bowl. Yeah. And speaking of chili bowl, um, are you familiar with Jeff Champagne? I am not. Did he, is this so, somebody you know that ran in it? Yes. Uh, Jeff Champagne, is. Um, he actually recently won his main at the Chili Bowl this last week. Yep. And he's going to be joining us um, on the ice. Oh, nice. There we go. So you'll right. get to race against a professional I, sprint car driver. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tuned into that throughout the week, and um, it was it – was, it was, like after I got done work, I, I I spent an hour watching it during the weekday up until Friday. Then I kind of got <laughs> addicted to it, and that was um, I had Friday night and Saturday. Saturday was all day. I went. I did the whole um, what do they call that soup, soup the alphabet soup there. I, yeah. I watched. I watched about ninety percent of that until the finals. <laughs> so um, nice. wow, that's awesome. Uh, and then you you folks are gonna roll into your open test at at Palmer, mm-hmm. and then the yeah, season the Palmer Motorsports Park. Yep, and we have a little bit of a break um, from the time that our open test is to the time that the season starts. That's to accommodate the NHKA schedule, and I've got a busy spring personally. So um, I figured I'd give myself a little bit of bandwidth, any last-minute preparations that I needed to make to ensure that they had the best racing product, um, give us a little bit of time to take care of that. And at the end of June, June 24th, we're going to be doing the Tamworth Throwdown, uh, sponsored by DRT Racing at Club Motorsports. And that's going to be our first uh, regular point season, uh, our regular season points race. So we'd love to have you out. Awesome. Okay. All right. Um, okay, Jim, thank you. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you joining us. 
Um, and uh, we'll look forward. Yeah, look forward. Yeah, that's right. We second time Jim's been yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll, have, we'll hope we'll, you know. I think we'll have Jim back on kind of before the whole season kicks off. Maybe have a recap of the uh, brain freeze and how things are progressing. And um, you know, Jim, if there's anything new that comes up, just uh, reach out and let us know. You got it. And thank you guys so much for having me on tonight. This no has problem. been an absolute pleasure. And um, I'll keep you guys apprised of any other developments that take place. But uh, let's race towards a brighter future in New England for the New England Karting Challenge, powered with pride. Great. Sir. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> the ice racing is so out in left field for me. Yeah. I just, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm so I, yeah. Wicked. yeah, it's, you know, um, my feeling about Jim's venture, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, ne- it's, it's needed. Um, obviously, with the... Um, with X1 kind of disappearing from the scene and the Bridgewater track going away and mm-hmm. and the series that was run down there, um, you know, a lot fell on the NHKA folks to, you know, fill the void. And they did so over a, you know, a, a while, yeah. you know, a good period of time. And, you know, it, it's a grind. Um, they get a lot of competitors at their events and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, the folks there needed to kind of manage it in a certain way. So, you know, they, you know, kind of cut back on the events a little bit and things like that. So, um, you know, Jim's kind of stepping in to, um, I think, fill the void. But I think he's filling the void probably with the bigger classes at NHK, which is right. the World Formula in the 206. Yeah. But, so, it, but again, also re- reaching that market that where we, where we saw a huge influx in, right. in uh, people coming yeah. into karting. You know, he's yeah. also trying to make, it, make that uh, transition right. and, easier, and, and, too. And, for, and the World in. Formula and 206 categories yes. definitely are the... Yeah. Um, it, I don't, it's a cheaper way to go racing. Yes, um, there's yeah, a lot easy. less maintenance, things like that. Um, you know, then you have to worry about with the you know two stroke, and, and obviously the expense there is is go is amplified tires, fuel, yeah. you know, it's, stuff. It's, it's um, like the jump from a two, from a two stroke to a shifter. Yeah, well, so. they're both you know labor and cost intensive. Yep. So um, it's, it's I think this is a welcome addition. Um, you know, much like uh, we have the other, um, we have that two-stroke series that's uh, coming on board um, with uh, NKC, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, kind of coming on. It's a yeah, new group that's going to be kind of focusing on New York and New Jersey. I don't think they'll be running any events. I think the closest they'll be running is uh, it's probably like OVRP. OVRP, yeah. But um, again, yeah. They, you know, it's going to be predominantly a two-stroke class. A little, mm-hmm. not not quite. Um, not not as probably slick as the f series but it's just an alternative to run a uh, place I, to go run I, th- I think you'll still have the same level of yeah. competition yeah so because so, yeah. again it's not like the it's five predominant five preeminent card shop carding shops in the yeah. in the, yeah, in the new york new england pennsylvania new jersey if, area if i'm that are running this. correct it's still similar people that are involved yep. in all this that were yep. with the f series yep. too so, so it's, that's so good. You're, you're, it's not the name is different, but the peop- same people are pretty much and, there. And, and, and good to hear that Jim's, you know, Jim has obviously done his homework on this. So, yeah. um, you know, look forward to hearing more from Jim. Um, and, uh, you know, as Jim mentioned, just, you know, kind of reach out to him via socials and uh, and things like that. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, let's, uh, let's move on to um, what's coming up this weekend, which is the kickoff. Well, I guess, yeah, the kickoff of... We've had we had the twenty four hours of Dubai, but um, yeah, but this is this is th- this is really the this start is, of the th- this starting racing season. Yeah. In, in in not only yeah, probably in the you know world of sports in the world of sports cars, but especially here in America. Yeah. <laughs> right, Nate. Mer- America. America. Oh yeah. yeah, America. America. They'll be Hell racing. Yeah. They'll be racing on the Hell real. Yeah. They'll be racing on the real track at Daytona. All right. Yes. Um, so we had, we, (laughs) so we had the roar last weekend. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately not too much television coverage. No, which which is kind of, I get it. It's a test session, but given the fact that it was a lot of emphasis on the new prototype GTP category, Mm -hmm. it would have been nice to see a bit more. Something, not, whether it was on Peacock or you know if it was on Insta TV via mm-hmm. you know YouTube, that would have been nice to see at least you know one or two of the sessions and, each day. And it wouldn't the second session it, each day. It I don't even see the night session. It's it's, it's kind of tough. For, for me, it 
it wouldn't have even had to been like that intensive like just put, put the yeah. camera leave it on I, like yeah. i would have been fine with just seeing the cars go go yeah. by on the screen right and it's and, and test sessions are kind of hard like uh for the folks from say imsa radio uh yeah they, yeah, they were getting content. That was what they were there for, and things like that. And then, kind of, cul- excuse me, culminated with the uh, qualifying sessions on Saturday for um, the GTD class, the LMP3 class, the LMP2 class, and the GTP class. Um, so, uh, in GTD, the two Mercedes, one, one was the Windward car, which that's gonna that's gonna start pole uh, for the GTD. Ham class, but it's really GTD. <laughs> and then in GTD Pro, the WeatherTech car um, got, got, took pole there. So mm-hmm. um, I think the big surprise was that it was um, it was Mercedes that kind of led the pack. Um, the Astons are definitely fast in both classes, mm-hmm. so they're they're definitely cars to watch out for. Now in the GTD class, the Amp, GTD Am class, mm-hmm. uh, the gentleman drivers or the you know, non gold drivers, whatever. Anyways, I think you had to be silver or bronze. They did the qualifying. Yeah. And then in the GTD Pro class, it was, you know, basically it was the factory hot shoes that did the qualifying. Um, you know, again, pole in a 24 hour race, especially in GTD, because you're starting in the back, you know, you're, you're in, right. It's, you're towards the back of the grid. It's, it's, it's just the, you're starting in the front of the chaos. So, mm-hmm. But um, that that's going to be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty dicey, um, as long as the weather cooperates. Um, yeah. And that, and I, I think you know, um, you know, again, LMP three, LMP two, um, LMP two, no surprise, grabbing his, I think, fifth pole, consecutive pole. It was Ben Keating. <laughs> okay. <You> now. <laughs> Now, quote-unquote amateur driver. Quote-unquote amateur. <laughs> silver or whatever. Yeah, yeah silver. Brent, Ben's no, not old he, enough to qualify as a bronze yet. <laughs> um, he outpaced pro guys yeah. that run in that. Okay? Yeah. So, and it wasn't by a small margin. Well, and I, I think this gets back to, you know, the, this is no secret of why he is driving with Corvette racing in WEC. Well, this is this is why every time he runs in some class in WEC or even here in yeah. IMSA, he runs at the front because yeah. he's a very good driver. Yes, so, and, um, and it's one of, again, a case ben, of... If Ben would put his car dealerships to the side <laughs> and focus on racing. <laughs> but, but, it, but, again, it, it, was it kind of very proves, cool. prove, I, proves the point of, you know, ratings don't, Matter. Ratings don't matter, and somebody that's probably been racing, I think Ben's been 10, 10 12 years now. Probably. Um, he's worked his way up, and yeah. he's improved. So it's it's always great to see Ben at the top, and I, I love seeing him going against factory hot shoes. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say factory, but pro drivers mm-hmm. in, in an LMP2, which is there's some good pro drivers in that class. Of course. Um, so now we move on to GTP. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, Overall, um, throughout the weekend, I think the entire class was within less than a second. Right. Uh, Time-wise. It, by the end of the weekend, when we got to qualifying, yeah, it was... Yeah, by qualifying, the yes. Spread, everyone, the spread everyone was, was eight-tenths of a second. Yes. Which is pretty good. Yes. All right. Um, did notice, I think the biggest thing with these cars is the tire compound change. Um, because it took these guys a lot longer to get the tires to come up to speed. Um, mm-hmm. Even the outlaps were um, treacherous, to say the least. They had to you know, really pay attention to what they were doing warming the tires up. Some of the teams opted to go out on scuffs um, immediately and mm-hmm. try and set a fast time that way. Where And then um, the Acura guys came in. I know the Shank guys came in. Um, they did about three laps, came in, and then put two put a brand new set on. Mm-hmm. Now, typically in IMSA, you're not allowed to change your tires. Whatever tires you qualify on are the tires you're gonna use to start the race. Mm-hmm. The, <clears throat> the I think the e, the with the change to GTP class this year, and it's a learning standpoint, you are allowed to change tires. 
However, the tire you, the tire that you set your fast lap is the tire you're gonna you start the yeah. race on. So, per se, you go out on a set of scuffs mm-hmm. and for some reason set the fast lap, come in, put a new set on, and you're not you're gonna go back to the scuffs that you started. Yeah. So uh, you really got to manage your tires. Well, the and other- and they are. Um, the other thing that's been mentioned is that you are mandated to a double stint on these tires during the race. Well, you're you're mandated because because of the the tire set allocation. Rule. Right, the allocation so, rules. So, so you double set, and again, that's that's a footprint issue too. Now that's yeah. that's coming into play. So because yeah. um, that was that was interesting. I was glad I I tuned into the qualifying and learned a lot more about that. Mm. Um, the the accuracy are definitely quick. Definitely quick. Um, the <laughs> Porsches. What? Hence because uh, Tom Blumquist got pulled? Well, they <laughs> they were quick, Nate, all weekend. They were leading all the sessions, except for, I think, one session. I, I mean... I mean... Not to minimize Tom Blumquist's lap. That was an astonishing lap. Yeah, but I think... I kind of saw it coming, almost. Yeah, but I also think... Um, I th- had Nick Tandy not thrown it off. Oh yeah, no. yeah. I think that as might. As I th- I think that lap might have been the pole Cause, lap because because that's the other thing. Like throughout this whole week, Acura has been topping the timesheets, but Porsche is just there. Yeah, well, and that's- <laughs> and that's the 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 one thing that because I so uh, the one thing that I've been watching all of this past week is. Um, racers uh gtp 101 videos yep. on youtube that's uh, Mar- marshall pruitt's been doing it yeah. yeah and it's it's it really is good for anyone who doesn't understand what these cars are um or what what this new era is trying to achieve he, and he, it's and yeah. he's going through literally every single car, car the the technical breakdown of what it is and and giving you a real you, you know 101 course yeah. on what this is on each car and yeah. and it's great because the there hasn't been even though there's been plenty of well, i mean i say plenty but there we've had video and pictures of everything but no one's really been able to go in depth and explain stuff uh to the detail that that marshall marshall, marshall yeah. has done yeah and it's it's obviously helped that he's had the the access that he has yeah. um over the past week to to get all these shots to be able to explain different stuff i'm sure i'm surprised, I'm surprised penske let him in <laughs> <laughs> but um the these videos are are really really, really informative really great yeah. and honestly i would i would love to see them carry this through from gtp all the way through the others the other classes too yeah. because it would be a great introduction for any fan that doesn't really understand what sports car racing is and, and, and that might be done through the uh the new imsa series television series that launched maybe they'll yes, kind of get into that yes and then i marshall's really focused on this because this is this stuff is definitely cutting edge right now yes um uh, the latest episode was on the mgu mm-hmm. and the gearbox and yep um, those, I believe, are the end. That these are all spec parts. These are spec. So you, so you're, you're the. So, the so MGU, he, he, he got un, he got basically. You're not going to get. He was allowed a lot of access to that because it, yeah. it, there's no secrets to it. No, no. So, but the, but he wasn't like delving into the powertrain of the Acura or the uh, Penske and the Porsche. Or no, whatever. no. I think but, he's. I think. He said he was going to do that later. Yeah. At some point. So as as the season, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but it was um, it's a great primer on what what's going on, and, and the good thing is it does translate over to WEC, um, yeah. a bit. Um, although the hypercars do things a little bit differently, but yeah. um, but it is a it's it's a great it's been a great series, and it, mm-hmm. they're they're ten minute vignettes, and they're really well done. So yeah. um, if you're, I think there's like seven of them right yeah. now, or something. If like you're that, so. if you're a GTP fan, if you're a fan of this new gtp class or or you're someone new and wants to wants learn, to learn about more it. It. Yeah, yeah definitely spend some time watching it yeah it's it's really helpful right. um but i i will say out of watching these videos and the the biggest thing that i've taken away from from these in, introduction videos is that if any of these if if the battery the mguh or sorry not the age um mgu or the transmission have any kind of problems yeah 
minimum repair time is 45 minutes to right. two hours. Right. So, yeah. you know, for, for as quick as Acura is, Porsche is really in the best seat. They've done in, the most in, testing. In my opinion. Yeah, They've done just, the most testing. Just because they have the most mileage, right. I think they understand right. it the best at this point. That's not to say that I don't think Cadillac or BMW, BMW right. can don't have a shot either. It's but just... I, I think Porsche is still the favorite going you gotta, into We're going to have race. to wait and see where the race shakes out. I mean, because yeah. I'll be honest with you, I don't know if someone will stand back in right now because everyone... I know. That's, this, is, this is the one thing about BOP. And right. It's like if you show all your cards... You, yeah, and that's you know. that's the thing. It's like I I think Porsche is hanging around, but I could definitely see Cadillac, Cadillac or just BMW. Sit, you know, because I think BMW is playing the reliability game. Yeah, yeah. I so, think because I th- I think they've had more of a challenge during this they've testing had, season. They've had the least amount of testing, yeah. but I think their approach is going to be let's finish mm-hmm. and see where we finish. Yeah. So um, again, that might work. You know, it's mm-hmm. the total, you know, typical tortoise in the hair thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and we also have the uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge race um, this Friday, which will be good. And this I believe, yeah, and I believe there's two spec, Mo- uh, sorry, spec Mazda, uh, two of the Mazda series races this week as well. Yes. And then uh, this past weekend we had the kickoff of the VP Challenge, mm-hmm. which is open to. Grand sports cars that run in the Michelin Pilot Series, um, you have to be a bronze driver in that. Mm-hmm. And it also had um, LMP3 cars. Yeah. So it was kind of fun. And the, uh, these are these are single driver. Single driver, 45-minute uh, minute race, yeah. no pit stops. Yeah. Um, you know, basically geared to get uh, folks that are driving LMP3 cars more time on mm-hmm. the track and uh, the – the bronze slash gentleman driver, more track time as well. Yeah. So um, I, I think that's a welcome addition to the paddock mm-hmm. um, or to the event at IMSA. So um, it will be uh, actually kind of nice. They will be doing two races at Lime Rock this year. So filling yeah. out the build. So uh, actually building some more um, robustness into the uh, Lime Rock schedule, which is nice. Yeah. So um, that's it. That's, you know, kind of where the roar went. Um there were, you know, there were definitely some incidents. Um, and one of the LMP2 cars, uh, the tower car, um, I think John Ferrano, that that car took a heavy hit um, in, in the qualifying session. Um, so that, that that's going to take some rebuild. The, the obviously Nick Tandy kind of kind of binged the uh, binged the Porsche, but that's that'll be rebuilt. Yeah. Um, so I think we're. We're setting up for, I, I think, an interesting race. Um, you know, I think there's just enough gap between the GTP cars and the LMP2 cars, um, which is good. Um, the GS, the GTD, and the LMP3 cars, that's going to be havoc because I think those cars are just just about equal on everything. Um, so that that'll be interesting. And then I think LMP2. Should be a pretty decent dogfight. There's some definitely some, um, you know, we have Joseph Newgarden and Scott McLaughlin in there as well. So, um, you know, it should be interesting there um, in terms of the race. Uh, I, as far as overall, who I think is going to take it, um, I'm going to go Shank. Okay. All right. Nate, uh, any uh, thoughts? <laughs> I uh, I gotta say, uh, I, I gotta tell you, man, I'm I'm torn. But I think you're gonna see a BMW win because I think they may take advantage of the BLP. Okay, good. They have the least amount of testing, and they've been behind the eight ball the whole time. Right. Nope, that's not a problem. I, I'm gonna roll with one of the Porsches. I, I think that they're gonna. You're gonna go with the Penske factor. Yeah, I, that's nothing I, wrong with that either. No, I I, th- I think first race of the year, who's who's looked the strongest and, and, and since, is gonna control it. I, I think it's since let's see, we picked Acura, Penske, we, Acura, Porsche, and BMW. That means Cadillac will win. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Figures. Chip likes winners because well because you know they have the most entries. In, I so. <laughs> um. 
LMP yeah, two, I like LMP two, LMP three. I, it's open. I, I can't pick yeah. a pick now. GTD, uh, GTD Pro. <laughs> the one team or the one car. I don't know where. I, I have a sneaky suspicion. There's two cars. I have a sneaky suspicion. Yeah. You know where I'm going with this. Uh, yeah. I. Yeah. Are you? Are you? Yeah, come on. Let's hear it. You say one. It's get, it's going to be uh, my prediction is going to be one of two cars, the Corvette or Reesey. the Reese Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> neither of those cars was anywhere. No. 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 And and everyone in GTD Pro knows what everyone's doing. Right. So you. Right. <laughs> now the Astons are definitely quick. Yes. Yes. They look. No one. No one in these classes are slow. Yeah. It's. All about how you game BOP though. Right. That's it's it's unfortunate, well, it was, but it it's it's how it's and then how Faf, you do it. Faf win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or the Lexus will win. But yeah. I, I just I there's just some cars that were floating that that I'm like, yeah, everyone's making a big deal of the Mercedes and the Acuras were up there and stuff, and I'm going, okay. Yeah. Um, I I mean the the only reason I can't see Reese doing well is because it's a new Ferrari. Right. It's the but, two, it's the two nine six. So but who, knows? who knows? Right. But who if knows? if that car hasn't been BOP'd for GT three, really, like it, it's I, this I is this is its first real. Like, race, like I said, I it, it's so. I just I I take qualifying in GTD class in a, in an endurance race kind of tongue in cheek. So I take a lot of qualifying and endurance yeah. racing tongue in cheek. Yeah. They, I mean, it's like in in GTD M, and like the Magnus guys were in the top of the sheets. All the way through practice. Yeah. Overall in GTD. Okay. Yes. So that meant, you know, they had Andy Lally, they had Nikki Team, they had mm-hmm. Spencer Pompelli in the car, and John John Potter was driving. Comes qualifying. John has to qualify the car. Yeah. Okay. So the onus on John is qualify the car, but don't <laughs> I know he owns it, but don't bang it. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, that's a, it's a lot to ask of an am you know, uh, the, the gentleman driver to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the other thing is, you know, B- GTD, BMW, Turner's running both cars in GDD Pro. So yeah. God only knows what will happen there. Yeah. So I, I think it's setting up to be a fun weekend. Um, looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Going to try and watch as much as I can on Saturday. Um, I think Sunday's probably going to be my big viewing day for it, and then I'll kind of catch a lot of the rest of the race on replay, um, which is a good thing about having Peacock. So looking forward to that. Um, one... I think, well, two two notes. We did have the confirmation that Dale Coyne, Stingray Ray, is taking the um, Stingray, Sting, Nate, Stingray Rob? Stingray Rob. He's taking the, Stingray, uh, he's taking the seat at Coyne. Yep, the uh, 51. Yep, and Takuma is going to be doing the oval races for Ganassi. Um, and then we had, um, I think, something pretty cool. Um, the... Ferrari LMDH? No. Is it a hypercar? It's a hypercar. Anyways. Uh, has graced the American shores. Yes. And we, <laughs> now, <laughs> I just want to know one dumb thing. Is this thing going to just show up and do a, do a lap at Daytona this weekend? Just for kicks. I Come on. I wish yeah, it should. You know. In the same state. Porsche did bring out the old 962. Now, they, they can bring the car there because Ferrari is a IMSA approved manufacturer yes. and has paid. So they could technically they could have run in the race. Yes, they could have. But but I th- I think I I think I the th- way they're it, they're focused on WEC. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think well in the car being over here now, yeah. They're already getting ready for the for the first race of the season in March. Except Bahrain. Oh, right. Oh wait. Bahrain's first and then they come to see I think Bahrain's first. I think no I think Sebring's first. Is it? Then they go to Bahrain? Bahrain. Yeah. Bahrain. 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 No, so. no, no, no. First, first, uh, the prologue in Sebring is March uh, t- 11th and 12th, and then round one is Sebring. Okay. On uh, March 17th. So they're over here trying to break the car. Yeah. So um, <laughs> and, and, that was pretty and cool. And before then, the, the uh, yeah, ice race will be taking place. Yes. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm so, still, I still so can't get over this that. This is going to be um, this is going to be an influx of WEC cars now coming over. Yeah. Naturally, right? Yeah. Can't wait for the van wall. Glickenhouse <laughs> has been here. I know. Yeah, they've already tested. <laughs> yeah, right. Home soil. They already tested. Yeah. So, anyways, um, all right. I I think um, kind of think that kind of wrap up. You know, this week's episode. We'll uh, come back next week. We'll talk about the Daytona twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and things like that, and uh, that, and then uh, the following weekend um, is the IndyCar uh, season opening test. At the Thermal Club. You know what's crazy oh, about isn't that? Isn't that the new There's... one in? No, it's this one's been there for a while. Thermal Club's been there for a long time in California. Oh, I'm thinking of the what is it? Nashville. Nashville's got one. There's a huge one out in yeah. Vegas. Um, okay. Yeah, Nashville has has the, Nashville. There's two. There's the Circuit of the Ozarks, and then there's another. Yeah, the Ozarks just opened. The, just opened. There's another track that the owners are touting it is going to be one of the premier tracks in yeah. america so we'll see what happens there hopefully but, hopefully it's a good yeah. replacement for the yeah the street race uh, yeah <laughs> I, i'm not I know, a, i'm not I a know, fan know, of street know, races know, so. that's that's me i know I, but um yeah so um we gotta, we're just starting to we're starting to get into the racing season here mm-hmm. and um uh so I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend seeing where everything goes everything kind of kicks off on i think Wednesday, I think practice starts. Yeah, it's not Wednesday. It's definitely Thursday. I think Wednesday it starts for everybody, but the cars in the uh, 24-hour race, they start on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but there's no, you know, qualifying's done, so we'll have night practice, I think, Thursday. Friday is like a one, one-and-a-half-hour practice, and then they yeah. tune it out, and then we have Michelin Pilot racing, and mm-hmm. we'll have the uh, it's a, Itamitsu Mazda series. That's what it is. The MX-5s. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. On that bombshell. Good night. Thank you guys for listening to the Redness Podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott, Sean Abbott, and Nathan Lavin. It's produced by Christian Abbott, and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Taylor.